Good morning, everyone. This is James with 77 Financial Group. You're listening to 15 Minutes of Finance, where in the next 15 minutes, I'm going to get you excited about investing. Let's do it. All right, all right, all right. Happy Friday, everybody. We have a really special episode for you today, and I'm going to get into the news really quickly, but before I do that, I want to introduce you to my co-host today, who is going to be helping me with today's topic. Uh, He's a good friend, a long, long time friend, and uh, one of the smartest people I know. So here is John. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself here? Yeah, my name is John Owens. Um, I'm a, a long time friend of this guy over here. He's got sound financial advice. Um, you're so kind, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes <laughs> thank of you. course. Um, yeah. So I've worked for an e-commerce company for uh, ten. What is it? I think it's like twelve years now. So mm-hmm. um, I started doing my own finances about six or seven years ago, um, and just kind of looking for some more advice from a more knowledgeable guy. So, <laughs> and that might just be me. Um, so what we're going to do today, guys, just to, before I get into the news, we are going to cover what a financial, uh, like an introductory financial planning meeting would look like. So as if you were going to go meet with a financial advisor and I'm probably going to do a follow-up, um, follow-up interview. This is going to be two parts, but I want to explain to you guys what a good financial planner will do in the meeting. And that's what the meeting we're going to show you today. And I also want to follow up with what a bad advisor would do. And they're honestly very, very difficult for the normal person to be able to decipher the difference. Uh, So I will go ahead and explain the news and then we'll just jump into it. That sound good, John? Sounds good. Perfect. Okay. Let's jump into it. U.S. stock futures are higher after the labor department said non-farm payrolls increased by 559,000 in May below economists' estimates. The unemployment rate drops to 5.8%, better than expected. Investors believe that somewhat disappointing report make it less likely that the Federal Reserve will start pulling back on its economic stimulus efforts anytime soon. Although the unemployment numbers were not as high as forecast, today's report adds to the growing indications that Americans are getting back to work following the pandemic. Yesterday, the Labor Department reported initial unemployment claims fell below 400,000 for the first time. Woohoo! Uh, And half the states have now moved to end the $300 a week extended jobless benefits included in this year's COVID relief package, citing a lack of workers available to fill open positions. In addition, payroll provider ADP found almost 1 million private sector jobs were being created last month. And let's see. So that's exciting news, right, guys? We are we're on our way out of this uh, pandemic era it's not a depression necessarily, but maybe just a, a downtrodden period. Um, so that's 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 really good news, and I'm excited to see what we can do with unemployment once summer starts. You know, summers obviously people are up, out and about. They're on cruises, they're traveling, etc. There's going to need to be people working for those those types of uh, sectors. So that's going to be p- most likely a positive and encouraging period of time. So I'm excited for that. Uh, one headline I did want to cover is that. President Biden signaled that he was willing to sharply slash the price tag of his original $2.3 trillion infrastructure proposal and would accept a much narrower $1 trillion package. So basically cutting it in half. So that's really good news uh, just because obviously the less money we spend, then the more valuable our dollar is and the less our debt increases. 
So, all right, guys, that is the news. So what we are going to do today, and I've kind of already touched on it, is we're just going to role play. John is going to be a uh, client. He's kindly uh, allowed us to kind of dive deep into his personal situation. And we are just going to, we're going to cover it like we normally would. And you guys can see what, in my opinion, a good advisor would do in a very, very first meeting. And then tomorrow we are going to cover sort of the specifics of a second meeting, which would kind of be the... Um, the implement implementation, I guess you could say where I, after I've gotten all the facts I need from him, I'm going to give him my recommendation and what I would suggest. Um, but okay, let's jump into it. Hey, John, how's it going, man? Really excited to have you here. Oh, thank you. Appreciate yeah. It, man. Yeah, excited. man. Andrew, uh, Andrew had a lot of nice things to say about you and, and said that we should probably get together and, you know, we might be able to, to work together and I'm just, I'm excited. Yeah. Andrew said you're a really knowledgeable guy, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to get started. Oh, well, he's uh, he's flattering you here. I, uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. But um, so, I mean, before I dive into sort of what I'm, you know, what I do and what I'm about, is there anything top of mind for you that you just want to sort of get off your chest before we get started? Um, no, just, uh, you know, I've seen a few financial advisors and uh, heard some good things and bad things and stuff like that. I'm just trying to find the right fit for me, so... Um, just want to hear what you're all about and, uh, make, make a sound decision and see if it's a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not uncommon. Uh, I think the least trusted profession in the world is a car salesman. And then the second least is a financial advisor. So, uh, makes sense. And, and I appreciate you sort of doing your research and, and, uh, interested in, in really what we're all about here, uh, at 77. So, I mean, normally the way this would go is I would sit here, um, I would sort of get all the information I can about you, mm-hmm. and then, you know, the next meeting I would give you recommendations. But before I do that, you know, my my priority as an advisor here is I want to know what's important to you because, I mean, let's be, let's be honest, nobody cares more about your money than you do, John, right. and I want to earn the right to be second um, as your advisor, potentially as your advisor. So you know, what is, I guess, your goals with your life with your money going forward uh yeah i'm a guy that kind of likes to to travel a lot you know i've Mm -hmm. worked from home and traveled all around the world so i'm kind of addicted to uh to travel so i'd like to create some you know passive income eventually and or more passive income should i say so i can travel more and kind of be live that nomadic life um that you know since the the pandemic a lot of people are doing and that's one of my goals so i'm hoping you can you can help me do that yeah okay okay have you uh where have you been like in your uh, yeah, so, <laughs> all over. <laughs> yeah, so I've been to in one year. I tried to hit four continents. So I've been to I went to Goodness. Thailand. Yeah, so I went to Thailand uh, for a month, and I went to um, where did I go next? Uh, oh, I went to Europe. So I went mm-hmm. to uh, Amsterdam, Italy, uh, Germany. Then I went to Colombia with my brother for Thanksgiving. Uh, very, okay. very, very traditional, you know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, uh, and then I went to New Zealand for my buddy's wedding. So I hit, uh, you know, four continents in one year. And then most recently, um, I went to Mexico for like three months and kind of traveled throughout there. Oh, wow. Do you have a favorite? Uh, favorite? I do. I love Mexico. I mean, it gets a it's a bad, gets a bad rap because of the border towns and things like that. But like okay. once you really get in there, the people are super nice. It's just got a really good vibe and, uh, the food's amazing. And, you know, the expenses are, are a little lower for us Americans because of the, the, um, exchange rate. So, so when you're traveling out there, are you able to like, is it all pleasure or are you, are you working while you're out there? Like, what is it that yeah. you're like, uh, you're doing with your time out there? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, work from home. So usually okay. I'd wake up and put, you know, five to six hours in and then I'd 
you know, go adventure or, you know, see, we went to Chichen Itza, which is a uh, temple. Chichen Itza? Yeah, Chichen Itza. It's one of the seven wonders of the world. And, you know, so things like that, you know, you see temples, you go to cenotes in Mexico. So cenotes are like these sinkholes that have tons of water. They know they're very beautiful. Okay. Um, that wow. kind of yeah, so that kind of stuff, and then you know, every once in a while, you get some tequila shots and mezcal shots. And, Got to you know. do that while you're there, right? <laughs> Jeez. Okay. All right. Well, it sounds like you're living a, a much more exciting life than I am. <laughs> um, but so, why don't uh, why don't we think about this then? So you're traveling all the time. You're working while you're traveling. Is there uh, family priorities? Is there uh, is that something you want to do for the rest of your life? Like, what is your timeline? I guess with yeah. with that priority. I think I'd like you know um, to eventually buy a house back. You know, hopefully, you know, get married, have a few kids. But I'd always like to you know have that lifestyle for the kids. You know, like a home base somewhere in the states, and then maybe Airbnb it out for six months and travel with the kids and the, the wifey. You know, whoever wow. that eventually is. You know, <laughs> have some cultured kids. I like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jeez. Okay. All right. So, without getting into too specifics right now, like, what would you say your um, expenses are versus your income? Yeah. Um, so my income is, you know, we have a base of like seventy k with incentives. So on average, about eighty five k a year. Okay. Um, expenses about right now, no wife and kids, so about three thousand dollars a month. You know, with you know. And what is your official title, John, at your workplace? Uh, director of operations. Director of operations. All right. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just taking notes here. Um, okay, and do you think you're like that's going to be? Are you career driven in that? Is that something you're yeah. going to want to be? Okay, all mm-hmm. right. So you're going to be there. Man, that's got to be a good gig. You're making decent money and you're getting to travel everywhere. I'm kind of jealous, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, so you're not married. You want to eventually have kids and you want to be able to travel. Is there any plans for? As far as leaving a legacy, I mean, I know you don't have any kids yet, so that's sort of way way ahead of you as far as your timeline. I'm just trying to get a grasp of. Yeah, I mean, I don't want my kids to be spoiled rotten, obviously, but I want them to have enough money for, you know, help them out with college and, you know, eventually, you know, give them some money, some inheritance, you know. Okay. So, not. So, a little bit, not a lot. No, yeah, I don't want them to be, you know. Spoiled rotten, yeah, like silver me. spoon kind of yeah, kids, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, what is it called? Trust fund kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've known a, known a few trust fund kids. Um, okay, perfect. So without uh, without getting any more specific, I can already tell you that you live a uh, a great, exciting life. And so with that, obviously, we have to take into account planning. Do you have any debt currently that you're working with? Luckily, no debt. I'm not. No debt. Wow. You're a great client already. I might have to sign (laughs) you up right now. Yeah. Okay, cool. So the other things that I would ask normally at this point is, so you've already told me your goals. You want to travel. Eventually, you want to have a family. Um, You want to travel with that family. And uh, you want to do it pretty much. Till you're dead, it sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. So what are you doing as far as saving? Like, what is your saving strategy look like currently? Um, I kind of just max it. I have a Roth set up, so I try to max that out every month. Um, okay. Do you, you mind know, telling me what that's at? Um, in terms of how much we're putting in every month? Or, or how much you're putting in, what the current uh, account value is. The, is that yeah. your only account, et cetera? Yeah, so I have an individual broker's account and in a Roth IRA. So in my Roth, I have about 60K in there. Okay. And then my individual, I just have about 15K um, in there. Okay. So I, I try my best to max out that Roth and then anything um, over that, I put into the individual 
Okay, so you're about 6K a year for the Roth and then just ballpark a contribution for the brokerage for me. Yeah, it kind of all depends on incentives with work, um, but, you know, I think like $300 a month. Okay, 300 a month? Yeah. Okay, we can work with that. Mm-hmm. 300 a month. And this is this is a tough question, so don't overthink it. Just yeah. just give me a generalization here. How much money do you think you need to retire at the age you want? And by retire, I mean you're not working. Yeah, uh, I think that's a great question, and that's something I don't think about. So and I should, <laughs> yeah. So I don't have a goal set up, and that's where you can you can help me out. I don't mm-hmm. know what I should be living at when I retire and all that. So. Uh, to be honest, I don't, you know. Okay, let's do this. Would you be comfortable living, you and your future wife and your kids, be living under this uh, set this 70K with uh, yeah. benefits? Mm-hmm. You could live under it? Uh, yeah, okay. absolutely. With, okay. A, with a second income from hopefully with she's, wife, yeah. Yeah, hopefully she's a, a sugar mama, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. That, that would be that would be the way to live <laughs> right a, there. That's oh. that should be your financial advice, right there. Yeah, you gotta, fun, yeah. Find a sugar mama or a sugar daddy. You guys heard it here first, okay? Find yourself a sugar mama or sugar daddy. Uh, but the only reason I ask that, John, is just because oftentimes people who, uh, and there's nothing wrong with this, but they live the way they want when they're younger. They tend to find that when they're retired, they have to make adjustments, and then yeah. that is horrible. Right, right. So if they the earlier they can plan for that, obviously mm-hmm. the the less likely it is that they have to change their lifestyle. So what I'll do is is you have no debt, which is incredibly exciting. Uh, you're saving. You don't have any expenses beyond your living expenses currently. No dependents. So for me, you're in the accumulation phase. You're just trying to build as much wealth as you can, and then obviously when it comes time, you'll be spending it. But we're yeah. not there yet. Um, so I think what we should do uh, is probably, let me ask you these couple questions really quickly. Sure. And I'm, I'm not a big fan of these three things, so take them with, uh, with a grain of salt, but they're important for every financial plan. So what do you know or what are you doing with all the insurances? So we're talking yeah. health insurance, disability, life. Is that anything you have, anything you're interested in? I mean, I just have life insurance for work, so okay. no and no, no and no. So I mean, I have health insurance obviously through work. So okay, how much is the life insurance for? I think it's like ten thousand dollars or something okay. like that. Okay. Something. So it's just a real mm-hmm. small policy. Mm-hmm. Life insurance. Okay. Now, my real value that I work with clients is. I am an investment manager. I run a financial planning firm, but for me, the financial planning side of things is is really dependent upon people's goals. You're in a asset accumulation phase. You need to grow your money as much as possible. The rest of the stuff kind of comes secondary because that's kind of all you need to do right now, mm-hmm. uh, which is, excites me because that's my favorite part of the job. Um, so what I'm going to do here, John, is I'm going to take all the information you gave me, and if you wouldn't mind, do you, do you mind... Um, sending me a copy of what your positions are in your Roth IRA and in your individual. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what I'll do then is I'll just, I'll give you my recommendations, my point of view on what, you know, we would do if you worked with us. And, uh, then the next time we get together, which, uh, can be as early as tomorrow. If you, (laughs) (laughs) and we, uh, we'll go over it and you guys can kind of just yay or nay it. Sweet. Does awesome. that sound good? Sounds great. Perfect. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much, John. We'll uh we'll my team will be getting back with you here in the next <laughs> couple hours. Sounds good, brother. Okay, thanks.